Welcome back to the Shoot Brothers Podcast. That's what my voice is. Love to know what is happening here. The Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast this is the only wrestling podcast online hosted by myself. I'm Cameron Osborne. And himself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Shoot. And Mike, one could say we are tis the season of the Hart family's favorite time of year, of course. Uh, Mike, tis the, tis the season of Saint Valentino himself, right? <laughs> this is the Valentine's yeah. kind of week episode in professional wrestling because uh, we always know when these sorts of you know these sorts of things happen. Uh, I always get excited for holidays like this. You know, will there be a a, a chocolate heart to the face? Will there will there be a uh, a rose kind of thing in some way? You know, you never know because we know we we get the Halloween matches, we get the Thanksgiving matches, we get the St. Patrick's Day slams. Uh, I mean, they did they did it. Vengeance Day was like two weeks before Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it was too early. Why? Did, I wonder why there must have been like a UFC fight or something. I guess Super Bowl was this this past weekend. Ah, they they could have done it. But you know, tis the season. Love yeah. is in the air. And uh, professional wrestling is going on. Elimination Chamber coming up. We've got um, Revolution not too far past that. So let's kick off the show. Let's crown a brand new Tweet of the Week champ. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> okay. Um... Let me pull up the ledger here. I feel like this uh, this this person has won before, and maybe not. Have they? Yes, yes, they have. Now two-time Twilly champion, <coughs> Uncle Dax. Uncle Dax FTR. <laughs> Dax Harwood of FTR. Um, responding to a fan, uh, fan says, "If you go back to WWE, then I will never fucking support you, you, you marks ever the fuck again." And just like the the heart shaped imagery tweeted this to, this to Dax Harwood on Valentine's Day of all days, <laughs> Uncle Dax. God damn on Valentine's Day, bruh. He, <laughs> Dax Harwood, um, FTR, who have been off television, you know, or seems like out of the action at least, out of the main uh, thing of it all, and. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that. I guess that's that rumor uh, reason for fans to be concerned. Maybe. I mean, I saw one image that he tweeted, and I maybe deleted, but some people think it might have been a troll. It was like him showing something off in his house, and on the very bottom corner of the page, you see like a piece of paper with a WWE logo on it. What almost looks like a contract or something. Oh, so, really? No, uh, I, I didn't. I never saw that. No. Ooh. Yeah, it might have just been him trolling, or it might have been something. I don't know. Tricky dicky. I think he deleted it. Yeah. Can't tell with that guy. I can't tell what's going on with FTR, but uh, Dax Harwood is now uh, now a two-time two league champion, getting up into those upper echelons. There's a lot of two-time champions, so um, you know, <laughs> good good uh, good company to be a part of. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Let's roll into the wrestling week. Let's kick off the show uh, with the hot. Let's kick off the show, the hottest show. Mike, remember when you would write a five paragraph essay, and the, it was always like go strong, weak, medium. That was all. That's always the the, the way you want to f- um, kind of compose your essays, right? Kill them right off. Get them right off the bat, and then put your yeah. shittiest one, and then you end with your middle kind of argument. Uh, and so let's start off with our fucking premiere show. There, I said it. 
don't know if it's been said. I don't know if we've, it's been in the back of our heads, but uh, SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Which does come to us live. Even though it's not SmackDown Live, Mike, it's felt like it's felt like the A-Show for a long period of time. I don't know if we've said that aloud. Um, <laughs> is, is, I mean, do, you, do, you feel, do you feel this? Yeah, most of the time. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, yeah, over the course of our podcast, I think probably every show at some point has been the top show. But. And, and the, yeah, every show has been at some points. Uh, I think SmackDown's but, uh, in the in in the in that slot right now. Personally, just personally. Yeah, no, I mean certainly the whole past year of the Bloodline has been a big part of that. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it, shall we? Uh, show kicks off with a Paul Heyman. Wa- he, he waddles down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so talking about, uh, you know, s- stopping the bleeding within the bloodline, of course. Right? Yeah. They're bleeding out let- like a pig. The blood is letting out of the bloodline. Yeah. And he tells us all that Sami Zayn is not here tonight. And, uh... Yeah, so he starts talking about Cody, uh, puts over Roman, but then Sammy does show up, sneaks up behind Heyman, gets a big pop, takes the microphone, uh, and just lets Paul know there's nobody here to protect you tonight, but don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you. I would have done it already, if, but uh, yeah, you know, Reigns' days are numbered, the bloodline's crumbling, I left the bloodline, Jay walked out on his own decision, so... What do you think is going to happen next? Is Jimmy going to side with his abusive cousin or his twin brother? Same with Solo. So uh, He's got a spoiler for Heyman. Roman Reigns has eight days left as champion. So Reigns doesn't even have to worry about Cody. Yeah, this was a great back and forth. Uh, Sammy is just red hot as ever. Yeah. And that yeah, crowd, good. that crowd is going to be huge. We'll, t- we'll talk about it a little bit at the end of the show, but uh, the Sunday's crowd is going to be fucking massive. Oh yeah, we should have got tickets. <laughs> we never knew. We would. Uh, we never knew that uh, this would be exploding to such a level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got our first match: Drew McIntyre and Sheamus taking on Hit Row, and Hit Row don't even get an entrance. And Top Dollar didn't even get tagged in during the whole match. It was just a quick, easy win for Drew and Sheamus. Yeah, squashed Hit Row. Yeah, they are uh, not hitting very hard. But no, ever since uh, uh, ever since that fucking Tope, <laughs> uh, that Tope botch, it's uh, been yeah. downhill. Yeah, and then afterwards, a quick vignette pops up on the screen: Viking Raiders, Valhalla. Challenging them to a match, so this feud continues between them. Yeah, that'll be a beefy feud. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of beef. <clears throat> maybe building uh, building up one of these teams, maybe, uh, you know, to be the conqueror of, well, you know, because these, these belts are getting split up at some point. We know this. At some point, yeah, within the next couple months. At Mania, maybe? After, yeah. Uh, speaking of the champs, the Usos, we go backstage. Jimmy, he's on the phone, still trying to contact his brother. 
hasn't been seen in weeks. And he's leaving him voicemails. He's supposed to defend the titles tonight, but still nowhere to be found. So hmm. see what happens. He's conflicted. Then we got Lacey Evans taking on Carmen Harris. Harris? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was her- Yeah, Yeah, you were there. Maharis. Local jobber. <laughs> Carmen Maharis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. Lacey dominates. She's mm-hmm. doing push-ups, big handstand drop kick. So and the woman's I, right. I think she's a heel. I got it. I'm pretty sure she's a she's a heel, right? Yeah, she's yelling at the crowd, just saying, "Stand up and salute me." Yeah, which is thing. a bad. I feel like that's a really bad uh, catchphrase. She's, uh, yeah, she's like a G.I. Joe. She does the Cobra Clutch or the Cobra Commanders, whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she gets to win. Yeah. Easy win. Easy win for her. Um, Charlotte's going to need a challenger one day. I mean, Lacey never got her shot. She seemed on track to maybe even win the title a few years ago before getting pregnant and disappearing for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Whole weird angle with Ric Flair. Oh God, I forgot about that. That was when she, uh, like Rick, Rick was the dad, right? That was. I mean, they that, almost implied it, but they never really said it. Yeah, that was the bit. <laughs> okay, Rick was yeah, the dad. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, it was weird. I remember that. That was weird. Yeah. And then they had to kill it because she was. Then they had to kill it, <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, she was actually pregnant. So. They didn't. They didn't. So. Uh, they didn't, you know, write it off. It just stopped. Yeah. Uh, backstage once again, Paul Heyman with Jimmy Uso. And he says, yeah, I've been trying all day. I haven't heard from Jay. And Heyman asks Jimmy, why did no one come out earlier to protect me when Sammy was there? And Jimmy's like, I was on the phone, dog. So, Sorry, Paul. I was on the phone. <laughs> and I, yeah. I had an important business meeting. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to that tag title match. The Usos defending against Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Uh, so Jimmy comes, Jimmy comes out by himself. But then at the last second, Jay is there, makes the entrance uh, through the crowd to join his brother. <laughs> he was he was really late. Yeah, they hug. We start the match, and then we just get a good competitive match back and forth. Uh, Braun gets Ricochet standing on his shoulders for a big swanton bomb onto Jimmy, but Jay breaks up the pin, and then a bit later, Ricochet hits a shooting star press on Jimmy, but he didn't realize there was a blind tag, so as soon as he hits the move, Jay comes flying in off the top rope with the Uso splash, gets the Usos the win, so they retain their belts. So yeah, there's no no, uh, bad blood between these two. Nah, they're brothers. They're brothers, exactly. From womb to tomb. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Solo's their brother, but they never really mentioned. Yeah, that, he's. It, it, don't worry, they're twins. They shared a the womb. Twin. Yeah. They yeah. didn't just rent the same apartment. I like a couple years later, or, <laughs> or a couple <laughs> years before. And then after the match backstage, Jay is all hyped up. Just says, "Man, I wouldn't leave you out to dry. You my twin." And Jimmy says, "Man, it's been hell since you've been gone. So, are you in or are you out?" Jay says, I don't know yet. And he walks off. And all this time, Paul Heyman's lurking in the shadows and asks Jimmy if Jay said anything. And Jimmy's like, nah, he just left. 
pa- Paul Heyman will be playing a he'll be playing a pretty important role over this uh, situation. Uh, I think as it unfolds, Manip- un- yeah. undoubtedly, I think manipulating uh, his way through the family drama. Yeah, he sees some cracks, and he doesn't want to lose his meal ticket. So, yeah. you know, he was the first one in the bloodline after Roman, and probably that, be the last true. out. Yeah, I guess is, was Paul Heyman technically the first member of the bloodline because he came out I'd with say Roman. So. Yeah, I think he was the, he was calling him the tribal chief and all that before anyone else. Okay. Wait, see, because I kind of assumed that the whole family, like, there was already, like, they were already a bloodline, and, like, Roman, there was a tribal chief above him, but then Roman's like, I'm the tribal chief now. And then Roman, you know, then we started acknowledging him as the tribal chief, because, you know, the other chief is too old or something like that. That's how I I interpreted how how it all sort of came together. Well, we'll never know. We were supposed to have that family segment to acknowledge the true chief but we never got it i mean yeah like you know I mean, i'm kind of thinking like the black panther like the black panther have been many people <laughs> over time it's a mantle that's passed down <laughs> yeah but uh yeah there may have been other chiefs but i don't know this this group called the bloodline i guess this is his specific thing okay yeah you know sometimes you wonder yeah uh natalia's in the ring talking about her big win last week earning a spot in the chamber and then she talks about the Shayna baszler how she injured her broke her nose put her out for a couple months and calls her a knockoff ronda rousey so Shayna comes out to respond and uh you know she says i signed i was signed to this company and winning titles before ronda rousey was even here so <clears throat> speaking of ronda she makes her return uh, first time we've seen her since losing the belt last year. And, yeah, the two of them just beat up Natalia. Shotzi runs out, tries to make the save, but she gets taken out, so the two heels stand tall. Uh, yeah, I forgot uh, it had been that long since uh, Ronda Rousey. I guess, yeah, she, she, she skipped the rumble. She was doing something yeah. or other. Yeah, so about a month and a half since she lost the belt, but... Uh, this could be good. Her and Shayna, that could bring some legitimacy to the tag titles if they go after them. Well, yeah, I think we always wanted to see them go at it or be together, I guess. Those were those were always yeah. kind of the two options. <laughs> yeah, I could see them <clears throat> teaming up at WrestleMania to go for the belts, but yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, backstage, once again, Sami Zayn approaches Jey Uso. Just says, hey, look, man, I know what you're going through. I don't want to put you in a tough spot, but we both know Roman well, and I don't see him forgetting what you did at the Rumble, which, by the way, never got to tell you it meant the world to me. And in eight days, we're on the verge of something huge. And I know on some level you've wanted to see this for a long time, to see Reigns go down. And I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm telling you, he's going down, and you don't got to go down with him. So... If we don't talk again, I just want to say, I acknowledge you. And then he holds up a fist. And Jay says, Sammy, you better get out of here. But he slowly raises and gives him a fist bump. Uh, a behind-the-scenes fist bump. They're like, yeah. uh, they're, tur- they're turning into a Romeo and Juliet situation. I'm just worried <laughs> that one is going to fake poison themselves. 
uh, you know, and the other one will will kill themselves because of it. Um, hopefully not. They are two star-crossed lovers in fair Verona where we lay our scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. See how this one plays out. We'll see. We will see. Montagues. Are you a Montague or a Capulet? Which one, uh, which one, uh, what, what, te- what, who do you st- ship? <laughs> who do you stand? Uh, John Leguizamo. Uh, <laughs> he's a Montague. He's Montague. <laughs> Is he a Montague? Yeah. Okay. Nice to remember him yeah. from that weird I, I, I had to do the math in my head. Like, what? <laughs> like, John Leguizamo. Yeah, that weird remake. They did a bunch of drugs and like dressed up in drag. I think I don't know. I the uh, the the Boz Lerman version. It's, it's really it's really the only one. Yeah, it's really the only Romeo and Juliet. I think there is. Well, there's I, like a faithful adaptation that, not like a big Hollywood movie, but I remember watching it in English class, a traditional oh, one. Yeah. Well, there's still it's it had, still uh, it, it, it's the same it's the same text just uh, re 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 yeah. But this one they had like handguns and shit. Yeah, I, I love that when they're like, <laughs> like uh, there's one where it's like draw your sword and then it, he pulls out a gun. It zooms in on the gun and the gun's called sword or something like. Yeah. It was like something like that. I'm like awesome. <laughs> I remember the original one I watched had uh, the guy who played Basil in Austin Powers. He was one of the main characters. Basil, a real British. <laughs> Basil oh. Exposition, or whatever his name is. It was something, it was something like that. Anyways, anyways, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, take on Sonia DeVille and Chelsea Green. Uh, wasn't very long match. Chelsea tries to avoid fighting Raquel, but she's got no choice. Raquel picks her up for the Tahana Bomb, slams her down, tags in Liv, who hits the Oblivion, and then one more move. Raquel picks up Liv, power bombs her onto Chelsea. Gets the pinfall, so Liv and Raquel win. Uh, and an- another just full babyface team, um, coming coming towards Mania. We we uh, well, you know that that'll be on the line. Raquel Rodriguez has tag experience. Yeah, yeah, they can always keep these two together for a little bit. Give them something to do at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're over. Yeah. Uh, then we got a fatal four-way match for a shot at the Intercontinental title. So you got Karrion Cross, Madcap Moss, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar. Uh, solid match. Mysterio and Escobar doing some nice little lucha showdown. And I believe it's the first time they've ever crossed paths in WWE. Okay. Uh, yeah, I buy and it. And then Madcap. Madcap looking pretty good, too. You know, uh... Obviously not not as uh, big a star as these other guys, but he was hanging in there yeah. with them. Yeah, and, and he's been you know in and out of the lineup too. Yeah, he's had some things going on. Uh, so, anyways, Escobar hits Ray with a Phantom Driver, and then Ray, or yeah, Ray hits Cross with a six one nine. Before he can follow up with the Frog Splash, Scarlet on the outside trips up Ray, which allows Cross to hit his Cross Hammer Elbow. Then Escobar takes out Cross to the floor, so everyone's getting hit. And then all of a sudden, Madcap Moss comes flying in with a big elbow drop onto Rey Mysterio. I guess the three count. <laughs> in, in, in the fluke victory. 
Yeah, biggest win of his career. But yeah, uh, he's, he's on the W I'd column. Say. Yeah, on a main event here on SmackDown. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Earning himself a title shot. Um, yeah, I think uh, none of us want to see him beat Gunther, but it's still a nice opportunity for him. Yeah, it's a little something. It's a little something. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought Karrion Cross would be the choice, but uh, yeah, Madcap. Yeah, it's something, like you yeah. said. <laughs> yeah. Where you go? Uh, then the final part of the show, backstage, Paul Heyman approaches Jimmy once again, says he just got off the phone with Roman, says he's proud of him, and uh, but Roman wants him to stay home and watch SmackDown on TV next week to get a different perspective because sometimes you see things you don't see live, which uh, maybe implies that Roman was watching tonight and saw the whole little... Sami Zayn, Jey Uso. Well, yeah, you don't think Romy, Re- you don't think Roman's watching it happen? <laughs> yeah. Like he's got what eyes. else? What else could he be doing that he couldn't be watching television uh, on Friday between eight and ten? Yeah, but uh, also telling Jimmy not to show up could be part of uh, going to Canada and his legal troubles, but. Oh, is it Jimmy? Uh, I, I I honestly forget which one it is. Who had the? Canadian. I think it's Jimmy, okay. but I I think I saw Dave Meltzer tweet something out that they've both gotten that cleared up, so they might be there anyways. Who knows? Maybe they're just covering their grounds. Well, yeah, we didn't see them either. Uh, nope. No, not on. I guess we were at Raw though, but anyways. Yeah, but still. Either way, uh, that was SmackDown. Yeah. That was a great episode of SmackDown. Uh, well, of course, there will be, uh, I think next, I think the the go-home show before the Chamber, I think is going to be a banger show. Uh, yeah. We'll see that uh, coming up this week. So let's move across the floor over to Rampage. 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 We're still in El Paso, Texas. Yeehaw. Um, show kicks off Blackpool Combat Club taking on Kip Sabian, Butcher, and The Blade. Um, all th- just three directionless men. Uh, Butcher's looking great, and Kip Sabian's wearing finger gloves like gloves only for your fingers. Am I right in this? <laughs> like finger puppets? Yeah, they kind of like just it's like picture like every finger, like all the fingers are like he was wearing like black, like it's black, all- just on the fingers, not yeah, even the I thumb. I mean, I just the it. fingers. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but uh, yeah, I think he's Penelope's been giving him a makeover. He's been been wearing a lot of makeup and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a lot of like white, uh, like eye shadowy stuff. Yeah, trying to stand out, I guess. But uh, you know, back Blackpool Combat Club just uh, dominating most of the match as expected, and Claudio goes on a roll, hits a bunch of uppercuts, and then the big swing. Sabian goes for a springboard, but Moxley catches him midair with an RKO. And then Claudio hits a pop-up uppercut, and that gives the Combat Club the win. The BCC, right? Getting the big win. A lot of wind taken out of the, the faction sales since Regal left. And Yeah, uh, they really... It's hard to even remember that they're a thing these days well i mean a, lo- a, a lot of thing. these i mean we know this all these AEW factions and groups of people who support other people like i can't follow i mean none of it had it has any actual meaning you know <laughs> yeah 
certainly uh they're certainly not gonna win faction of the year i'll tell you that not with that yeah not with that kind of attitude yeah but oh well crowd oh. still likes them so uh then we got the impractical jokers the, I don't know these guys. Do they have like a, a TV show or a YouTube show or something? Oh no, I at know least them? know the name. Uh, they have. I know the name, but yeah, that's I about know it. the name, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think they have these these like massive prank shows on uh, what network? I guess TNT or like CBS, like whatever like the affiliates are. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they're big, even though I have no clue what it is. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, I think yeah. They're they're big enough. Um, so they're here. They've got Jericho's baseball bat. They're saying, yeah, it's smaller than I thought. And Jericho's like, yeah, I've got big balls. And then the Jericho Society surround the Jokers. They take the bat, deliver a beatdown. Uh, they pull out a table, put the one guy on it, and then powerbomb his buddy on top of him, breaking the table. So there we, uh, I guess we might. They might uh, pop up again soon to get revenge or something. Yeah, in, in some kind of impractical joke type of situation. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Sure. I would be disappointed if it was anything else. I mean, yeah, otherwise, why even bother with this? But, oh, well. Well, we do stuff with uh, we do stuff with uh, people in uh, movies and shows and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dustin Rhodes is being interviewed in some abandoned warehouse. I don't know why they picked this location, but, uh, yeah, he just starts insulting Swerve and his goons, and guess what? They show up, beat him up, uh, throw Dustin onto some pallets and forklifts, and, uh, while he's down, they say, Happy Black History Month from Swerve. Oh, kind of a weird segment. Kind of a weird, <laughs> yeah, thanks for saying that, kind of a weird way to say that. Yeah, just the whole interview. Like, why would you ever be at this abandoned warehouse? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Weird. Shouldn't you have noticed that an abandoned warehouse is sketchy as hell? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then we got some women's action. Ruby Soho taking on Marina Shafir. Your girl, Marina. Woo! <laughs> Out of the goons. Uh, she was my favorite. <laughs> I'll agree with that. But uh, she got Vicky Guerrero in her corner and... Um, like you said, we were in El Paso, so this Hispanic-influenced uh, crowd was super into Vicky. They're actually chanting her name. I think she's from uh, El Paso, so oh, yeah. hometown hero. Okay, yeah, I think I think anything locally. Yeah, and I'll give Shafir some credit. This is actually probably one of her better matches. Uh, not that she's done a whole lot, but you know, she had a couple cool moves. This like. Pump handle, inverted suplex, some big kicks. Uh, yeah, it looked pretty decent in there, but Ruby fights back, hits the destination unknown to get the win. Yeah, which is too bad. You know, I, I, I like Marina. I like that Marina Fear is here, but she's going to take some L's, especially going up against uh, Ruby. Yeah, and then afterwards, Soraya, Tony Storm come out, cut a promo on Ruby, but then Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter run out, and they all brawl. So this this tug of war over Ruby Soho is just going on right now. Yeah, and well, and also you know a lot of women here at the top of the division. Yeah, yeah, those four are kind of, or those five are kind of your top five stars. Right yeah, now. they've been circling. 
then you had Jungle Boy taking on Ryan Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler's little brother. Mm-hmm. Lil uh, Zig. That's all I'll ever really know him is. He doesn't really stand out too much. He, you know, he's an okay wrestler. He gets a, some moves in, but uh, Jack Perry just dominates. Hits a slight spread. And then he uh, new finishing move he started doing. He does like a big running elbow to the back of the head, kind of like carrying Cross's finisher. Yeah, what's what's Cross call it? He calls it like the the Cross elbow. I don't know. The out of time. Anyways, the TikTok. <laughs> uh, that, so, anyways, Jack gets the win in a pretty bad match, I guess. Eh, nothing to it. Yeah, Quick. nothing. Nothing. Quick and. Quick and, dirt, quick and dirty, baby. <laughs> the main event, though, Orange Cassidy taking on Lee Moriarty. Orange Cassidy probably is crushing these these amount of title defenses records. Yeah. No, I think he already has the, uh, the men's single record for most defenses and probably second most all time next to Jade Cargill for title defenses in the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's where's uh, Orange Cassidy's thirty eight no or something? <laughs> yeah, too late. But uh, yeah, at least they gave this one a bit of time over ten minutes, and Lee's just working over the arm of Cassidy and uh, put up a pretty good fight. And he's also got I can't even keep track of who the firm is, but Stokely Hathaway's there, and uh, he's got Ethan a cast Page on. is in the firm. Uh, uh, Big Bill. Big Bill. <laughs> Big Bill. <laughs> yeah. I think that's his name now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Stokely's wearing a cast because Brian uh, injured his arm the week before, put him in a lock or something. I don't know. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Danhausen is there as well. He curses Stokely, punches the cast, which hurts the both of them. And then back inside the ring, Orange Cassidy hits the beach break, but Lee kicks out. So he follows up with the orange punch, but he did it with his hurt arms. We can't make the cover right away. Uh, and then Lee puts him in the Border City stretch, but Cassidy escapes uh, into a little pinning combination and gets the three count. So Orange Cassidy retains his title. Yeah, as he just keeps going. Uh, God, I wonder how many consecutive matches uh, OC is looking at now. Yeah, he's been, uh, since October, just been on a good roll, mm-hmm. making this title, uh, yeah, help establishing this title is a bit more Yeah, I don't know important. if it means anything, but he's like the Rampage guy now. That's his shtick. <laughs> yeah, so he can get at least one title match. <laughs> yeah, so we have one title match a week against somebody who people like. Or with some with some people like. Uh, so let's move our way through the weekend, uh, and let's move ourselves on to some hard hitting action uh over on monday night raw let's get Um, with uh, the man, Becky Lynch. She's coming in. She's talking about the chamber. She's talking about WrestleMania 39. Um, even asking uh, Adam Pierce to give her a chance to earn a spot in the chamber. Yeah. And uh, Pierce, or yeah, Bailey comes out, calls her an idiot, thinks if she thinks she's getting into the chamber, and the two of them argue back and forth. Bianca Belair comes out. 
says she wants to fight the best, so she would love to see one of them added to the chamber. Uh, see them fight for their spot. So Pierce says, all right, we're going to have a triple threat later. The three of you women, if either Becky or Bailey win, they get a spot. Bianca wins, neither of them get in. Okay, so there's uh, there's a, there's winners and losers. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, that was the opening. And then we got a tag match. Street Profits taking on Finn Balor, Damian Priest. And uh, right off the bat, the crowd chanting, we want mommy. So very nice to see how over Rhea Ripley's gone. How over Rhea is, too. Yeah. As mommy. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she's not here. She's back home in Australia. Uh, so the match was going on. Uh, Ford hits the big tope onto the floor. Back in the ring, Dominic starts interfering, which allows Balor to take over, hit the coup de gras, get the win. And then after the match, the Judgment Day continue the beat down until Edge comes out with uh, Beth Phoenix to help out the Street Profits. And then Beth picks up Dominic for another glam slam, but we do get the return of Rhea Ripley. She was here after all, and she attacks Beth, saves Dom, hits her with the riptide. Uh, down goes the Glamazon. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to get it. Well, I mean, we'll have to get a tag match out of these two or these four somehow. You would think a mixed tag. I mean, it's already booked, isn't it? Is it? With Finn and. Uh... Finn and Rhea versus Edge and Beth on the Elimination Chamber. You are right. In my mind, I was uh, thinking about Dominic in my in my mind. But, uh, uh, yeah, you're He'll right. Be there. That is the Chamber. And, of course, Rhea Ripley's already punched her ticket to Mania. Yeah. So, she's just, that'll just be a for fun match. Mm-hmm. But gets Edge on the Canadian card. Exactly. So. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, it'll be fun. Uh Adam Pierce in the ring once again for the contract signing between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Lesnar's already in the ring. He's already signed the contract. So Lashley comes out with a whole team of security. And he's even got his own table and chair set up on top of the stage. And Lesnar just tells him to get in the ring, sign the contract, but Bobby's not sure if he will. And the crowd's chanting, Bobby's scared. So Lesnar gets fed up. Uh, grabs the contract, storms towards Lashley. Security swarm Lesnar, so he just beats up a bunch of them. Runs at Lashley, but gets uh, back body dropped to the floor. And then Bobby hits him with a spear on the ramp before grabbing the contract and signing it. And it is official. Yeah, so we'll get that one on Saturday as well. That's gonna That one's gonna bang. God, this Montreal crowd's in for a fucking treat with Brock. Oh, yeah. So that'll be the deciding match between them. Uh, After that. Good point. We got Meechin taking on Piper Niven. Uh, Meechin hits a nice tornado DDT, spiking Piper down. Tries to follow up with Eat Defeat, but Piper counters and hits the Boss Man Slam, which she now calls the Loch Ness Slam. And that gives Piper Niven the win. The Loch Ness Slam. That's yeah, a decent. Okay. Decent yeah, name. That's a good name. That's a good. That's a good name. Yeah, I can't even remember what she was using before as a finisher, but I'm pretty sure it was a different move. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm, I'm bad Maybe at. Maybe she just didn't win matches. Uh, yeah. 
Doesn't matter. Hmm. She didn't win matches before, so now she's got it. There name. we go. <laughs> Piper Nevada. New name, new move, new attitude. Who did? New name, who dis? <laughs> uh, backstage, Corbin is being interviewed, but we cut away from that to the ring where the hooded Sami Zayn is showing up. Huge pop for him once again. And he says he's not here to hold up the show, but he's got something he needs to say. And he may not have the chance after the chamber. So he calls out Cody Rhodes. So Cody comes out. The crowd is hot, loving both of these guys. And uh, Sammy says Cody mentioned last week that it's looking more likely like we could see uh, Cody versus Sammy at WrestleMania. So Sammy wants to know if he meant what he said. Do you think I can beat Roman? The crowd's all chanting, yes. Cody says he meant it, but does it really matter? Do you believe you can defeat Roman? Sammy says, the truth is, I don't know. You, you know, I've, I've, I've stood in the trenches with him for nine months. I've seen it all. The bloodline, they always find a way. And Reigns is on another level. He's God mode, like he says. And I've seen guys much bigger and stronger than me go up against him and fail. Every single one. So I'm supposed to believe that after 900 days, I'm going to be the one to take him down. So if you're asking me if I believe I'm capable of beating him, yes. I believe it. I believe I'm main event, WrestleMania main event material. And the crowd is roaring. They agree. Uh, but Sammy says he has to believe it with every fiber of his being. Because if he doesn't, nobody else will. But if you're asking if I actually think that I'll walk out of Montreal as the champion. I don't know. And the crowd all chants, you can do it. Cody replies saying, "You what do you, you don't know? Seems like everyone here knows. Your hometown knows. I haven't been where you've been, but I've been watching from the sidelines. Uh, you're right that everyone's fallen, but there's dissension in the bloodline, and that's because of you. Uh, you know, the idea that the greatest champion of our generation could be dethroned is because of you, and this, um, this awesome moment in time is because of you. I won the Rumble. I punched my ticket. Michael Cole said it on commentary. Finish the story. I intend to finish my story. You need to finish yours. Cody, real fired up here. Got the crowd going as well. Um, I mean, the the crowd's going on both sides, all, yeah, all over I'm the place. Loving both here. these guys. Well, Mike, I, it can happen. I this. There's still happen. time. There's still time. And uh, I mean, Cody agrees. He says, "Sammy, I don't want to see you on Raw next Monday because I want to see you at WrestleMania." So just another fantastic promo from both these guys. Exactly. Like, there's two belts. Why Why should there only be two people in the match? It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this weekend's going to be a big, 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 big. Yeah. A lot of moment. implications. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage for take two of this Baron Corbin interview and he starts insulting Cody and the Rhodes family, his father, his dog, everyone. Cody is walking by in the background. He hears this, starts punching Corbin. They make their way out to the ring, and we get an impromptu match. Cody Rhodes versus Baron Corbin. And Cody didn't even have time to change. He was still wearing his suit. Yeah, so he's he's just wearing his suit pants and nice dress shoes. Yeah, but uh, just a quick, easy win. He hits the crossroads, so... Nothing much to it. Yeah, you know, not 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 good, but uh, you know, it, it, we already had this this long promo, so yeah, 
Yeah. Just gave the crowds a Cody win, something to send them home happy. Exactly. Send the crowd, send the kids <laughs> home happy. Uh, then we had Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, and Natalia taking on Carmella, Nikki Cross, and Oscar. I guess the the six women in the chamber match. It was a little brand to brand invitational uh, extravaganza. Six woman tag. SmackDown yeah. versus Raw, baby. A little Survivor Series preview. Elimination Chamber. Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Well, well, I meant, uh, survi- I meant Survivor Series, like you know, Raw versus SmackDown. Well, we're a long, long way from that. Well, exactly. You know, uh, we've got to start booking now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, a little bit weird having Asuka on the heel team because no one wants to boo her. But uh, anyways, match was fine. Carmella looking pretty good in her second match back. and They all had their moments, but uh, Asuka goes on a roll. Just starts kicking the shit out of everyone, including her own teammates. She does not give a fuck. Uh, And then she gets Liv in this big double arm bar and Liv is screaming her head off. Uh, very painful submission. She taps out. Asuka single-handedly gets the win for her team. Single-handedly dominating uh, like she has, can, and will continue to do. Uh, maybe, a ch- maybe a chamber front runner. What do you think? She's definitely uh, who I'm hoping for. So, yeah. I think uh, the Montreal crowd will as well. Even over Natalia, the, the Canadian girl. Oh, for sure. Just because she's in the match doesn't mean I'm going to cheer for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, backstage, Otis eating a hot dog when Chad Gable grabs it, throws it away, which ends up hitting Mansois right in the face, covers it in mustard. He's ready to attack, but Maxine Dupree stops him. And she starts admiring Otis and gives her a business card. She wants him to be a model, Otis. <laughs> I love the the accents, the Otis. It's beautiful. Yeah. And he seemed intrigued by this offer. He was he was doing his little eyebrow thing. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what uh yeah what would Otis look like like a model in in fashion clothing. <laughs> uh, you know, like Chris Farley in the Chippendales outfit. Yeah, I think he's pretty much Chris Farley in the Chippendales outfit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little less. Crowd's gonna... Maybe a little hairier. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what they do with this. But uh, after that, you got Bronson Reed taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, Ali dives off the apron, but Bronson catches him midair, chucks him over the barricade upside down onto a chair, and just big crash for Ali. Drags him back in the ring, climbs the rope, hits the tsunami, gets the win. And this crowd, they react to the tsunami. When he starts climbing up, they get excited. I mean, big man climbing up the ropes, like that's an exciting spot. Yeah, but I feel like they don't pop for the man himself yet either. It's just the move that they like. Yeah, that's a good point. We yeah, we still don't really know who Bronson Reed is. Yeah, but he'll have a chance to prove himself on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully. It'll be a lot of fun. Big man in the chamber. Yeah. Uh, the Miz comes out from Miz TV, brings out his guest Seth Rollins, who comes out rocking these big red rubber boots. Now, have you what? seen or heard about these? I've seen that they're like a new trend. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a new thing. 
Uh, Canadian yeah. basketball player wore them uh, like to a pregame, like you know when he's walking in the stadium, and then after that uh, they exploded. They sold out. They they just went on sale today for the first time, like on sale to the general public, and like sold out immediately. They're like they're like one thousand two hundred dollars each or something. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But uh, Seth loves his fashion, so oh, he had to have it. Yeah, rock of those boots. Uh, they talk about the elimination chamber and Logan Paul and asking if Seth's attention is divided between the two. And Seth just calls Logan selfish, soulless, only cares about fame. Well, Seth cares about main eventing WrestleMania. <laughs> and the Miz is like, well, I have made in WrestleMania, main evented mania, and you might never get the chance. And he starts making fun of Seth's boots, calls them Mario boots. So. Uh, Seth attacks him, sets him up for a curb stomp, but then Austin Theory shows up, uh, pulls Seth out of the ring, but Seth is able to fight him off, goes back to the Miz, hits a big red stomp with those boots, uh, but then Theory jumps in, hits Rollins with the A-Town down, so Theory is the one that stands tall at the end. Those boots, that would be that, a devastating maneuver. I don't know. Maybe the the thick rubber would cushion the blow. Of it. <laughs> it would be a little bit. It would be a little bit nice, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Miz is down all through the commercial break, selling his uh, injuries there. But he's got to get up because he's got a scheduled match right after this. So. Uh, God, imagine yeah, the Miz having to get back on your feet after that. <laughs> well. Yeah, The Miz takes on Rick Boogs. So, uh, yeah, Boogs comes out. No longer with the electric guitar. Uh, maybe because he's not with Nakamura anymore? I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe he has no reason to, uh, to play or anything. Yeah, and with Elias on the same show? I don't know. But, uh, anyways, Boogs picks up Miz and starts curling him like a dumbbell. And... The crowd's counting along for each rep. He does 10 full reps with the Miz and then presses him right over his head, slams him down, gets the easy win. So, uh, yeah, nice to see the crowd still into Boogs, even without the guitar. Oh, of course. Like, he is so big. He has to be one of those larger-in-life type of characters. Yeah, he's jacked and he's fun. He's got a fun personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he, dude. I mean, I, I mean, I've told you about his YouTube channel uh, many times. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's go to the main event. You got Bianca Belair taking on Becky Lynch and Bailey. Triple threat. If Becky or Bailey win, they earn a spot at the chamber. So yeah, just a nice competitive main event. Three of your biggest stars in the company. The three the Bs. The three Bs. Three Bs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they all take turns gaining momentum, trading blows. Uh, the other members of Damage Control get involved later on. and uh, Yeah, there's one spot where Becky was down. Bailey puts Bianca on top of her. And the ref should have been counting a pin because Belair was just laying there on top of her, but... He doesn't just watch as Bailey climb to the top rope and she hits a big elbow drop. And then Becky fights back, hits the manhandle slam, makes the pin, but damage control drag her out of the ring. 
Then Belair picks up Bailey for the KOD, but Dakota yanks her down. And that's when Raquel, Liv, Natalia, Asuka all run out to put an end to damage control shenanigans. And Bianca picks Io up, presses her over her head, throws her to the floor onto all the other women. And then Becky hits Bailey with a manhandle slam. Bianca picks up Becky, hits the KOD onto Bailey, and then pins Bailey. So Bianca gets the win. Nobody is added to the chamber. Nobody. Now, okay. Yeah, I, uh... Probably the right move. I don't know. Because would they have to remove somebody from the chamber? No, I think they said on commentary they would start the match with three oh okay so just be one extra that would have been fun uh would have been cool i mean the crowd would have liked to see becky or bailey and i don't know it's why it's hard to say what they're gonna do at wrestlemania either of them like the two like they they just have like another like a blow-off match i mean i don't think they need to so i don't know what they're gonna do with them at this point well i mean yeah who else is there for them to mingle with short of the people within the match itself, the the Oscars, the crosses, the. I mean, they had that Lita thing. I thought maybe Becky and Lita might go after Damage Control, and who knows? Oh yeah, we had we had two weeks of Lita, right? Yeah, I don't know what if she's planning on having a match or what. But uh, anyways, see how things shake out in the coming weeks. Yeah, we'll see what happens as we lead up to Mania, and uh, we should take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Take a break, come back, whole second half of the show. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about the chamber itself. Uh, so stick around. Let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah, let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot, yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for checking out through the break there. Uh, let's, let's cruise on our way through here. Um... You know, because as we say, we we, we got we want to get to a little chamber preview. I am really excited for this pay per view. Uh, so let's get ourselves uh, before we do. Let's get ourselves into a little bit of NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So the 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 Valentine's Day episode, by the way, folks. No, bring out your heart cakes. Smash somebody's face into a heart cake. Um, what else can you do? A backstage gimmick where somebody gives Valentines to everybody. Um, what else? What else can you picture, Mike? What else can you picture? Give me, give me something. Give me something. Uh, someone dressed as Cupid. Someone dressed as Cupid. I uh, might have any of that, but we actually, uh, <laughs> we actually don't start off with that at all. We start off with uh, Grayson Waller and Tyler Bate here in action yeah. uh grayson waller doing his arrogant cocky thing um and uh tyler bate fucking athlete supremo amazing yeah. opener always great to see him in action and uh yeah just an awesome hard-hitting match uh crowd into both guys but uh leaning a bit towards bait but uh yeah, at one point, Grayson Waller starts uh, channeling some Shawn Michaels, starts tuning up the band in the corner for a sweet chin music, but Bate counters, hits his own super kick, 
and then a bit later, Waller, he rolls up bait, grabs the ropes for illegal leverage, but the referee catches him, stops the count, and then Bate reverses the pin, gets the three, so Tyler Bate with the win. Yeah, Tyler Bates in this position where he's had, he's a he's a far more experienced wrestler probably than anybody on the NXT roster right now. JD McDonough, also another super experienced guy. I guess Jinder Mahal. Yeah, uh, but you know what I'm UK. saying, like in terms of guys who are getting the the opportunities at the top of the roster uh, across yeah. across both divisions. Like, but he seems very fresh just because he's new new to us. I mean, you know, we know him, uh, but we, we we only know the few things we've seen. Yeah, same kind of deal with Dragonov. Just exactly two awesome wrestlers. Yeah. Exact same yeah, for, for for both guys. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see some more of them, and uh, I don't know a main roster call up eventually because they've been in the NXT system for a long time. Just over. In I don't the know. UK, I mean, Johnny Gargano's had a pretty tough time. On the main roster, <laughs> I think uh, these guys would have uh, something similarly tough. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you never. It's hard to say with these days, but uh, it is Valentine's Day, like you said. So we go backstage. Jensen's talking to his boy Briggs. He's very nervous about his date tonight with Kiana James, and uh, yeah, Briggs is trying to hype him up and. Or, yeah, Jensen tells Briggs that he's never, uh, you know, and Briggs is like, oh, that's okay, man. Plenty of 22-year-olds never hit a home run before. And <laughs> Jensen's like, no, I've never even been on base. <laughs> <laughs> so Briggs is like, you never kissed a woman before? So uh, he tries to teach him the 90-10 technique where you go 90% of the way, let the woman do the last 10%. And now this is the so classic uh, hi uh, hitch thing. <laughs> it's the classic hitch. Is that what it's from? Yes, that was the uh, Will Smith, uh, Kevin James. Yeah, I just know it from the commercials. But uh, anyways, they're practicing. They they get real close, almost kissing when Fallon Henley walks in, and she's like, "What's going on?" Uh, she ends up offering some advice to Jensen. She says, well, when you walk her to the door, she starts playing with her keys. That's a sign she wants a kiss, so have fun. Playing with the keys. I didn't know that was a sign. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then backstage, Grayson Waller is pissed off after his match. Starts yelling at Shawn Michaels, getting in his face, and Prince Albert has to walk up and pull him off. So uh, they've been doing this a couple weeks now, Waller and HBK. Yeah, like they're really mini. getting mad at each other, I guess. Uh, Grayson Waller doesn't feel like he's received the opportunities he's owed. That's what it's got to be. I mean, then you keep losing. That's what <laughs> yeah, happens then stop losing, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but who knows? Maybe we'll see some physicality. Maybe he'll attack Shawn Michaels one of these weeks. Yeah, but so. Shawn's not. Shawn Michaels isn't going back to the ring. Like, don't don't kid yourself. I mean, if we want to erase that stink of that Saudi Arabia match, retire on a good note once again. So what? Like, erase the stink of a few years ago by doing like a match a few years later. Well, it's against a much better opponent than a broken down Kane and Undertaker. I mean, you know, you could be on to something. You could be on to something. Know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. They're teasing something here. Yeah. Whether or not, we don't know what it's going to be. But What about, no, never mind. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, let's follow up with JC Jane coming out to a bunch of booze after turning on her partner, best friend last week. And she explains her actions. Uh, she says she's been the talk of NXT the last week. It's all about her. We see a replay of that vicious boot to Gigi's face. And they put up the picture she tweeted after showing the big red mark. Massive welt. The scrape. Yeah. Huge bump on her face. Pig bump. JC says, I'm the real victim here. The days of Gigi doing half the work and getting all the credit are over. She calls Gigi Janetti. Says, I'm done protecting her. You guys called me the third wheel of toxic attraction. The most dominant female faction in WWE history. But now I'm the last one standing. So there you go. There we go. And you know, she is right in that. Uh, you know, Gigi Olin's out of the picture here. New top heel. Maybe a new top heel here on the roster? Yeah, could be. She could, uh, she could carry that mantle for a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's only a matter of time till Gigi comes back. And that'll be a big feud, big match. Probably stand and deliver. They could do it there. Yeah, I think her, think her but, facial uh, lacerations will recover in time. Well, that's why I think she should show up next week so she can show off those marks while they're still there and get some use out of it. But, and a big pop. I'm sure the crowd will be cheering for Gigi. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But uh, either way, nice work from JC. Good promo here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe the first time we've heard her on the mic uh, in an extended solo bit. Yeah, definitely. Probably. Uh, uh, sticking, sticking with the women, we've got Tiffany Stratton taking on Thea Hale. Uh, Thea's still kind of jumpy after being abducted by Schism last week. but uh, <laughs> A full-out abduction with no legal ramifications. <laughs> but she's got the crowd on her side chanting, Chase you, and uh, they keep going, Chase you, and Tiffany goes, sucks, at the end, so getting her... Her uh, heelness in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Thea was doing good in the match when members of Schism just start popping up in the crowd and they're wearing the smiley face masks, which distract her, and she gets very upset, which allows Tiffany to take over. Uh, she hits a big springboard swanton bomb. Thea fights back, hits a big suicide dive to the floor, but then she sees Ava Rain at ringside, gets scared once again, and this allows Tiffany to hit her triple-decker moonsault, beautiful moonsault, to get the nice win. You know, no, you, you got to move on. You can't get a little jumpy every single time The Rock's daughter shows up. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, she's still, she's just a 19-year-old kid. It's a scary world out there. It's a scary world out there, living on your own. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. See what happens. Hopefully she doesn't leave Chase U. She's, we need her. She's the cheerleader. I mean, yeah, and I want. I mean, I want Chase U to just keep going up. You know, unfortunately, they. I don't yeah. think they get what they, uh, what they're, what they should have. Yeah, they certainly got more momentum than Schism. So, I don't know. I guess maybe this will lead to a big multi-man match, and we'll finally see Ava Rain 
uh, wrestled. Yeah, actually, and has she ever? Re- I'm sure she's doing like those live shows, right? Uh, probably, but yeah, we've never seen her on TV. Yes, yet, yeah, but. never actually seen her wrestle, so it doesn't quite count. Yeah, but I'm sure they're protecting her. They want her to look real good. Carry on the Johnson name. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got Axiom taking on Damon Kemp, who we haven't seen much of uh, recently. I don't even know. Is he still part of Diamond Mine or not? I don't know. Is uh, fucking Roderick Strong part of the Diamond Mind? Diamond Mine? Well, he's been out for a long, long while now. I think he's <laughs> still injured. I mean, I think the Creeds and Ivy Nile, they still use the Diamond Mine moniker. So oh, yeah? They still, they still use the logo, maybe? I think so. But okay. Anyways, big man, Damon Kemp. He's tossing Axiom all around. But Axiom has his comeback. It's the super duper kick, which he calls the golden ratio, and that gives Axiom the win. Big win, eh? Axiom. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, because now's the time to act for Axiom to, uh, you know, differentiate himself from Schism. Sorry, not Schism. Uh, fuck. What's the name? Starts the Ness. Scripps. Uh, oh. They have a yeah, similar uh, look to them i think axiom, <laughs> i feel like they've given up on scripts already <laughs> nope scripts is coming back don't worry if i haven't given up on scripts scripts is still around um right. you know i think uh now's your time axiom now's your time <laughs> we see some live uh tweeted pictures from jensen and kiana's date he gives her some flowers they go out to dinner they're holding hands she's wearing his jacket uh, then we cut back to the locker room. Fallon is talking to Briggs and says, I can't take this anymore. I've got to tell him. So she rushes off and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, shout out to everybody out there tweeting, live tweeting their first dates. Uh, <laughs> what do you freaks do? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting look. But... <laughs> it is, isn't it? Eh? Oh, well. Uh, Braun Breaker comes out for a promo, and uh, this crowd, they were against him, a lot of them, or at least a small pocket, were chanting, Braun Breaker sucks, to the tune of John Cena's theme song. Braun Breaker uh, sucks. Yeah, which is, sucks. you know. Which is rare. Usually, you know, we're in the dog pound. We're going arf arf. Yeah, this was kind of the first, like, negative reaction, or at least vocal negative reaction yeah but, uh, you, usually we're getting our farfs Woof-woofs. yeah but uh braun talks about his next challenge and that's when indu share interrupt with jinder mahal jinder says braun has carried nxt for the past year but he must be deaf if he can't hear these uh, small pocket of fans turning on him but braun just says the fans they can have their own opinions and jinder challenges him to a title match braun accepts Says you don't need to waste time with the new 3MB over here. So we'll get that title match next week. We'll get it? Oh? That's what they said. Jinder? Yeah, apparently. Wow. You think Jinder's going to win? <laughs> Reclaim what he never could in his... I mean, former WWE champion. Yeah, former NXT star. But, uh, yeah, no chance. You don't think so? That's what he's got. Okay. I mean, he better not. He better not. Don't make that mistake again. 
Well, uh, <coughs> I hope we do. Uh, <laughs> you want Jinder to win? Why the why? No, but you know, good Canadian kid. No, he's not. We're drawing the he's line. Canadian, at but he's Jinder. not good. We're drawing he's the line. He's not good, and he's not a kid. But uh, anyways, West Lee comes out for a North American title open challenge, which Tony D'Angelo comes out to answer, but then Dijak attacks him. Stax jumps in. So while the three of them are fighting, Von Wagner sneaks in, steals the spot. Nobody wants that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're getting Wesley won Von Wagner North American title. And Wagner gets a bunch of offense in, but the crowd wills Lee on. He fights back, hits the cardiac kick to get the win. Retain his title. No broken fingers. No, at least I hope I hope not. Yeah. And well, Dijak was there, so he must be fine. They popped that sucker back yeah, in. Yeah, no, he's a big he's a big boy. You can figure it out. Um, He's good to go. Did, did we know that um, fucking uh, Stone was, I guess, managing Von Wagner? Has this been happening before? Yeah, he's been doing it for a while, but no one cares about either of them. Robert Stone, Mr. Robert Stone. Yeah, Robert Stone Brand. Robert Stone Brand. <laughs> God, what a funny, what a fun forgotten gimmick. I guess, it, I guess <laughs> it's still around to a degree. I guess. I guess. One client. Yeah. <laughs> Does it count? Does it count? At least Stokely Hathaway. Like, he, we have no clue what he's doing, but we know he has a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did announce that Roadblock is coming back to NXT Tuesday, March 7th. So just a weekly show, not a premium live event. Yeah, a fun post-WrestleMania. Was the, Now, Roadblock, was that a previous series of NXT pay-per-views? I mean, it was a WWE pay-per-view for a bit. I don't know if they used it on NXT or oh, not. Oh, was that always the one between, uh, or like before WrestleMania? Yeah, the roadblock on the way, on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, what roadblock am I thinking of? I don't know. I mean, they've had it a couple times. Yeah, I know. Remember Great Balls of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one and done. Oh, one and done. Fast lane that you fast lane. I think that's what I was thinking of specifically. Yeah, fast yeah. lane. It's both road related. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All about a path taken. Yeah. Hey, there was a, uh, there was a roadblock. Uh, the first roadblock in Toronto, Ontario, Rico Coliseum. Yeah, that's the one I went to. Oh no way! Great pay per view. Dean Ambrose should have won the title against Triple H. Should should oh, that's, looks like a fun. That's a lot of controversy. Yeah, looks like a fun night. Controversy. Uh, yeah. Controversy. Hmm. Anyways, Charlie Dempsey takes on Hank Walker, who uh, Hank finally got some ring gear. Wrestling in a singlet now, but I think I prefer his other his old look. But I don't know. I guess he had to get wrestling gear eventually. Yeah, eventually, you know, you need a. I think it, I think it's just like it's cost efficient, really. You know, you keep ri <laughs> you keep ripping your clothes. Uh, get get something, get a durable material, something that's not going to break. You know, maybe get a few made custom. You know, buy buy five, and it's probably less than if you just bought three or something. I don't know. I heard Liv Morgan her Royal Rumble gear cost her five grand. Apparently, really. 
but I don't know. I think she said she, it was last minute. She had to rush, so she probably paid more to get it. And done I feel like also, it. yeah, just like a singlet is, uh, you know, the the, way, yeah, the women's attire is often quite, uh, you know, um, flamboyant. Like I'm sure Brock Lesnar's ring gear. <laughs> 30 bucks. Yeah. And I think Liv says she went to the person who's done like stuff for like Beyonce and Oh, yeah. oh of course. Kirby. Yeah, if like yeah, that. exactly. If if the woman making your <laughs> your your dress also made Gaga's, that's probably a fucking price. <laughs> but anyways, the gear doesn't make a difference. Charlie Dempsey just out wrestles him with ease, applies the submission, makes Walker tap out. And uh, he keeps the submission applied after. Drew Gulak jumps on the apron. Uh, looks like he's going to help Hank, his protege. But in the end, he gets down and leaves with Dempsey. So maybe a new alliance formed between the two. Maybe a new, uh, yeah, new friendship. I don't know. <sighs> I like uh, I like Char- I like Charlie Dempsey though. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's no nonsense. Just a wrestler. He's like a William Regal, Daniel Bryan type. Yeah, he's a Bryan Danielson type. Yeah, there's always room for those. Mm-hmm. Always room for a for a for, for a great wrestler. Uh, pretty deadly. Take on Gallus in a game of pool at the bar, and Gallus beat them the first match. So pretty deadly. Buy him some drinks. Say, hey, let's do best of three. If we win, if we beat you, we get a tag title match. Uh, so they're just playing a bunch of pool. Gallus is drinking a bunch of beers, gets a bunch of free drinks, and they just says, hey, lads, save your pockets and the embarrassment. If you want a match, all you have to do is ask. Oh, yeah, all you have to do is <laughs> ask. So there you go. They're going to get another shot. Uh, Trick Williams in the ring calls out Ilya Dragunov, and Dragunov comes out. They exchange words. Trick takes a swing. Dragunov hits him back. Sends him to the floor, and then J.D. McDonough comes out with his big bandage over his eye. Says Dragunov blinded him last week. I don't really remember what happened to his yeah, eye. Yeah, neither do I. I'll be honest. But anyways, he wants revenge. This whole distraction allows Trick to attack Dragunov from behind, and he walks off. Possibly uh, something of their own uh, come stand and deliver. I guess are we we're building to that show. Yeah, well, I guess they got this roadblock thing first to take care of, but then yeah, stand and deliver. Roadblock leads but, into one. Yeah. Uh, back to Jensen on his date. We're closing out the night. He walks Kiana to the door. He's being all awkward, fumbling his words, but then Kiana. Starts playing with her keys. That's the sign. <laughs> That's the sign, people. That's the green light. So he takes uh, Briggs' advice. He leans in for the kiss. When Fallon Henley appears, says, Stop! Kiana's cheating on you. I heard her on the phone say, I love you, Zach. And Kiana says, I do love Zach because he's my brother. And right on cue, brother Zach just opens the front door. He's like, hey, Kiana, I fed your dogs. I wasn't sure when you'd be home. So I'll just leave. Uh, so, yeah, Fallon, she's all embarrassed. Kiana's just like, save it. When are you going to start trusting me? And she goes inside, leaving poor Jensen out in the cold without his kiss. And 
Fallon tries to apologize, but Jensen just walks off all sad. Way to go, Fallon, you jerk. You jerk. You ruined Valentine's. Ruined Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know. We never, I, we ended on such a sad note. Yeah, man. He was going to get on base for the first time. <laughs> first career <laughs> single. First time ever in his career. Oh, she owes him big time. Yeah, that's too bad. Too bad. Uh, the main event, though, you got Roxanne Perez taking on or teaming up with the returning Mako Satamora to take on Team KC in a pretty solid match. Roxy and Mako working well together against the seasoned Team KC. And yeah, they just go back and forth. Eventually, Perez hits the pop. Rox gets the win for her and Satamora. And then afterwards, Mako grabs the mic. Says, I did something for you. Now I'd like you to do something for me. And she points to the title. So we're going to get that match at Roadblock. Roadblock. I can't say it yeah. cool. I, I thought I could say it in a cool way. <laughs> it's too hard with the plosive at the end. Roadblock. I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> it's all good. I got nothing. But it's great to see this uh, Women's Championship main eventing. I'll tell you that much. Uh, well, I mean, there was no... Oh, sorry, not the champion, no but, champion. you know, like the, uh, sorry, the, 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 the top of the card. Um, yeah. You know, here yeah. in the main event scene. Yeah. It's always, always potential for that here on NXT. Yeah. It's great. And that was the episode. That was the entire episode. So stream on right through to the next day with a little AEW Dynamite. AEW. All elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. From Laredo, Texas. Yeehaw. Yeah, the tour of Texas the, continues. The Texas tour, of course, kicks off this week with uh, an eight-man tag action. Uh, Orange Cassidy, the acclaimed daddy ass. Billy Gunn taking on uh, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Duty. No, not Duty. Dut. Dut. I know. <laughs> um, in a big eight-person action. Yeah, lots of moving parts. Guys coming in and out. Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of the match, the new tag champs, the Ass Boys, come out to watch from the ramp. And then back in the ring, Billy Gunn hits the giant sing with a big famouser. And then a bit later, the acclaimed hits Sanjay with the scissor me timbers. And that gets the win for the baby faces. Yeah, quick win for the baby faces. Uh, still possibly the weirdest angle in wrestling right now is this ass boys acclaimed thing. Yeah. Possibly in yeah. all of in in you know in the, in the shows that we watch on a daily on a you know on a weekly basis, this might be the weirdest one, weirdest part. Yeah, just a big mismatch, uh, like talent wise and character and overness and all of that yeah i don't know a little bit of everything but oh, i think well. they did announce that revolution we're gonna have a tag title match fatal four-way so you'll have the guns versus the acclaimed versus two other teams to be determined tbd as soon as i heard that thank fucking christ uh yeah because yeah. the ass boy yeah they're they're transition champions uh yeah, and i'm definitely. excited to see who the uh the, the tag teams could be Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. 
Um, well, Bobby Fish is gone. But yeah, you can always come back. <laughs> I don't know if they want him. Okay. He's, he's been spouting his mouth. I don't know. Always FTR, been, he's been certainly. He's been spouting a lot of shit. Huh. About about what? I, 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 haven't, I didn't know anything. I don't know. Just talking smack about AEW and stuff. Oh, okay. So normal stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, FTR certainly could be one of those teams. Cool. Right the wrongs or not. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It could be very exciting. Uh, we got some more tag action. John Moxley, Claudio taking on Roosh and Preston Vance. Uh, the heels attack the combat club in the crowd during the entrance. So they just brawl around for a bit before finally getting back in the ring. And we're in Texas. So this was a Texas tornado tag match. So, which no is kind of like AKA for anything goes. Yeah. You don't even have to tag your guy in. Everyone could just pin at any moment. Lots of double teams, no DQs. So, uh, we get some weapons, the chairs, uh, yeah, Vance, he holds a chair over Claudio. Roosh smacks him, so we get like a double chair shot. And then at some point, John Moxley blades. He's bleeding all over the place. Um, Which, I mean, it's a little overdone at this point. Yeah, we're bleeding every be, single week. Yeah, it should be a special thing. So when it happens, you're like, oh shit, he's bleeding. But yeah. now it's like, oh, he's bleeding again. Uh, So I don't know, whatever. It doesn't offend me. It's just, you know, it loses its specialness. Yeah, you have or, a ladder match every or week. It's not... actually fucking make each other bleed. Don't do this pussy bleeding shit. Punch each, other, <laughs> punch each other so hard that they bleed. Well, I think for the sake of brain injuries, nope. it's cleaner to just bleed. Okay. I don't know. I'd rather have a cut than a concussion. That's a good point. But uh, anyways, he wasn't the only one because... Uh, yeah, we get a steel chain pulled out. Claudio starts punching Vance in the head. So he's blading. He's split open. Uh, and Claudio's ready to hit the neutralizer when Jose, the assistant, jumps in, hits him with a chair. So Wheeler Yuta runs out, attacks Jose. Moxley grabs a chain, wraps it around Vance's throat, chokes him out, and uh, ref calls for the bell. The Blackpool Combat Club win. The BCC take the win. Yeah, you're right. Just no fucking stuff. Yeah, that was a little, a little bit too much blood. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess these guys are a team now, maybe. Who? Vance and. No, uh, like, like, sorry. I'm, um, well, I guess, I guess, oh, I guess these are two, four people from like larger factions. Right, La Faction yeah. Ingornablion or Ingornabler <laughs> or something. It's something, yeah. something Spanish. Whatever they are. Whatever they are. And then the two parts of the Blackpool Combat Club. Too many factions, yeah. everyone. God. They're, it's like it's like, uh, it's like they're all gunning to win the faction of the year shooty. I think that's what it is. All these factions. Like, what's the one that Brian Cage is in? Uh, the, uh, the Firm? No. No. He, he's in the one with like, he's like the six man tag. Is it the embassy? Embassy. <laughs> yeah, there's too many. Not very many good ones. There's uh, Yeah, there's zero good. They're all trying to win that shooty. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but if the bloodline 
ends early in the year there who knows someone needs to step up someone needs to step up hard chase you though chase you chase you is uh, you know if they if with the right booking they can be the most over thing <laughs> in professional wrestling uh but yes after this match we see hangman he was watching backstage but gets attacked by kip sabian butcher and blade and hangman's supposed to face kip later on so they're trying to weak him up weaken him up before that mm-hmm. a little uh long. but our next match we got mark briscoe taking on josh woods so of course the crowd's hot for briscoe cheering him on uh, but Woods has some help. He's got Davari and Tony Nese at ringside who attacking behind the ref's backs. But then the Lucha Bros come out, make their return to help out Briscoe. Apparently, they've been having some visa issues. We haven't seen them for Everyone's having a visa while. issues. Jeez. It must <laughs> yeah, be something on the, sta- on the U.S.'s side then, you know? Yeah. But either way, they're back. And also, I mean, they were kind of heels before with the whole hammer bit every match but this was a baby face move coming out to help briscoe mm-hmm. a guy they don't even have any alignment with so that was kind of cool to see uh and then briscoe grabs a chair sets it up in the ring he runs jumps off of it launches over the ropes hits a big topic in hero and then uh, a bit later he hits the froggy bow frog bow whatever he calls it uh and that gives briscoe the win yeah, in front of a hot crowd, like you said. Um, what 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 what's this call? What's this faction called? The uh, Tony Nice <laughs> faction, because he's been all over the places too with that manager guy. Remember when they were suing? Uh, who are they going to yeah, sue? They, they sued the acclaim. Yeah, they like trademarked scissoring. Yeah, or it was something like that. So I'm sure they also have a name. <laughs> Probably. Hmm. But. Uh... Screw him. I wonder if Pac is having uh, similar uh, visa issues. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, we haven't really seen any of the. Uh, I don't yeah, think we've seen any of the them titles. since uh, they lost. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Hopefully, sort it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee Paquette did a sit-down interview with Adam Cole. Just kind of going over his return, and he says he's real close to becoming. Uh, getting back in the ring having his first match back and uh yeah just the way he was talking pretty much full-on baby face yeah he was smiling way too much to be a baby face and unless he's doing <laughs> a little switcheroo um i don't know i don't know i feel like they know everyone's gonna cheer him so they're just gonna go with it but he was wearing all black leather yeah lots of people like leather I mean, lots of people like leather, but you know, it's a, that's a, it's a, that's a badass fabric. <laughs> yeah, you know, Terminator. He turned good. He, he was wearing that's leather. a good point. But yeah, leather. he turned good. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole's turning good. Okay, good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, after that, MJF comes out for a promo, talks about being the devil. And up until recently, the fans were his devil worshippers, but now they're booing him. And he talks about Brian, who people call the best in the world, but what matters is the title. And I'm still champ, and I will be after Revolution because I'm better than Brian. And I'll give you some proof. As he brings out Brian's old mentor, uh, Christopher Daniels, 
So Daniels comes out and says, full disclosure, MJF paid me a bunch of money to badmouth Brian, but uh, there was a time I would have done it and buried Brian for hours, but that's not the man I am today. And The truth is, Brian is set to knock your dick in the dirt. Hard D. Yeah, I know. That was a hard... I was surprised <laughs> they were able to say that. Yeah, dick in the dirt and... Someone had to pay, yeah, someone just... had to pay a couple bucks for that, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, he puts over Brian, says he's going to beat you, out-wrestle you, expose you as the fraud. And Max smacks the microphone out of his hand and shoves Daniels. So Daniels slaps him in the face. MJF kicks him in the balls. Cheap shot. Puts him in the salt of the earth until Brian Danielson comes running out. MJF flees into the crowd. Like the like the wuss he is. This one seemed to go on for yeah. a long time. Was that just me? I mean... When I was watching yeah, this particular uh, promo, or like the show up until this point, I was like, God, we're only here? Yeah, I just feel MJF, he's losing a bit of steam for me with these promos being too similar every single week. Yeah, and, and the crowd's not... The crowd's not cheering for him anymore. Or at least this crowd last night was just booing the hell out of him. Uh, yeah. So now he's back just to kind of full MJF heel. He's not MJF that babyface heel. But yeah, you're right. I'd love to see a. Every week they're fantastic. But uh, we, we've heard them all before. Yeah, he's just relying too much on the same, the cheap heat. Insult the fans. Insult this guy. Some, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's still a great talker and everything, and still looking forward. Great to Great everything, of course. But uh, you know, we're in the labors of Danielson. We had the labors of Jericho, the labors of Rhodes, the uh, labors of Wardlow, labors of Wardlow. Like everyone gets the labors. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the match itself should be a lot of fun. Yeah, when it, <clears throat> it, it, it'll probably end up being an Iron Man. I mean, it is an Iron Man. Exactly. Oh, is it is it official? There's no more labors. He's done. Yeah. We're there. Woo! One hour. Yeah, revolution. Two weeks. One hour. Uh, our next match. You got Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Brian Cage. Uh, Jack goes for a big tope to the floor, but Cage catches him right into a power bomb onto the apron and bit later he hits the f5 but jack is able to kick out and then jungle boy has his comeback hits a big super kick and then uh, that new finisher the elbow to the back of the head once again still needs a name for it but uh <laughs> that gives him yeah elbow to the back of the head doesn't sound that good yeah but that gives him the win nice win for jungle boy and on his way back up the ramp christian cage comes out Still wearing that sling on his arm after all these months. Uh, but he ends up pulling out a can of mace, sprays Jungle Boy in the face, takes off his sling to reveal that he's all healed up, and then hits Jack with the kill switch on the stage. Uh, yeah, as soon as I saw that arm brace, I thought to myself, that's been way too long for him to have a <laughs> brace for. Yeah, you had that back in August. Yeah, like, that would on. be permanent at this point. <laughs> like if you're still wearing <laughs> yeah. an arm brace. Yeah, it's like medieval times when they didn't have surgery. You were just crippled for life. Yeah, this was just who you, you were you. now. I got a hobbled arm. Yeah, this uh, is you. But, yeah, I guess uh, maybe we'll finally conclude that feud at Revolution. Finally get the Jungle Boy Christian match. Finally. 
God, when we were supposed were we supposed to have that at double or nothing? No, sorry, not double or nothing. Um, uh, full gear. Um, uh, probably, but we ended up getting that awesome cage match with Luchasaurus. So it was right, yeah, because I guess I'm trying to remember when when that. No, it would feels like it's been since the summer. Yeah, it would have been before since because we saw um, them in a tables match. Yeah, the dynamite. Yeah, so I think I feel like this has been going on, on since before All Out, so it might have been supposed to be at All Out, but wow. Well, yeah, let's out. get it. Let's get it done. Let's get it over with. Hopefully, no one gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, then we get that match we promised you earlier: Kip Sabian taking on Hangman Page. Hangman a little beat up from the assault uh, earlier on, so Sabian gets good amount of offense. Some nice moves. The big. Arabian moonsault to the floor. Uh, but then Hangman just fights back, hits the dead eye, gets the win. I like it when he wins with the dead eye. Yeah. Don't always need the buckshot Larry. Yeah, we don't yeah, we don't see it too too often. That's the yeah. kick out move. Yeah, if you're gonna and, kick so if out. Everybody you, gotta, everybody needs two finishers. You need a finisher that people can kick out of, and you need a people that a finisher that people <laughs> like nobody kicks out of. Yeah. Until the pay-per-views. Until the pay-per-views, yeah. But, uh, so anyways, nice win for Hangman. Afterwards, Moxley, Claudio, Wheeler, Yuta, they all come out to the ring, just kind of surround him. And Mox says, hey, cowboy, uh, I know you think we've got unfinished, unfinished business, but we don't. A few weeks back, your ass got pinned. I've got respect for you, but I've got zero fear. I've got your number. There's no chance in hell. He will ever beat me again, so let it go. But Paige says, come on, man. I don't think you can be happy with how our last match ended on a fluky roll-up. And I think it ends when only one of us is left standing. This has to end at revolution. Moxley calls Paige an emo cowboy with no friends. But then the Dark Order come out to prove him wrong. Or what's left of the Dark Order. They only got three guys <laughs> in the There's group three now. of them. Yeah, remember when they were like seven or eight people strong? Yeah, it's strong. They've all been released or joined the House of Black. Yeah, or just left in general uh, or... Yeah, so a bit of a sad state for Dark Order, but uh, they've still got Hangman's back. They're his friends, even though Hangman told them not to come out. But Evil Uno doesn't care. He goes right past Hangman, gets in Moxley's face, says he's not afraid of him. He even smacks him. And then the six men just kind of go face to face. Moxley tells Hangman at Revolution, you're on. Texas Deathmatch. Not many people uh, headbutt John Moxley and get away with it, though. Lucked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Texas Deathmatch. And, and that will be our blood. third blow off. That'll, that'll be our final. Uh, you would think so. You would the think, death match. but you never know. Yeah, you think somebody will Someone. die. There's going to be a lot of blood. I know that. Oh, God. So much blood. Uh, so that's why Moxley. Take like a two-week blood break so it'll mean more during the death match. Yeah, blood break, Mox. Take a blood break. <laughs> uh, you like, could be donating this blood to charity instead of just be. dripping all over the floor Imagine how many everywhere. lives could be saved from professional wrestling. <laughs> Um, but yeah. what about, let's get to our main event action, uh, where we're talking, um, triple threat here. Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, and Dr. Baker DMD. Um. Yeah. 
after Ruby Soho, yeah. you know, seems to be on a bit of a roll. Yeah, she's, uh, like we said, kind of caught in the middle between these two teams and trying to recruit her. But, uh, yeah, always nice to see the women in the main event slot or uh, pretty much any slot that's not 930. And, uh, unfortunately, though, they were running low on time. I think this, this was under 10 minutes, but uh, still a nice, fast-paced match. Wrestling was good. Soraya, Jamie Hayter on the outside. Uh, yeah, Tony hits a big tornado DDT to Hater on the floor. Soraya jumps in, hits the page turner on Britt. And then she pulls out the, the green spray paint they've been using. Sprays it on Tony Storm's ass. So that when she hits the big uh, hip attack in the corner, the green paint is supposed to go on Britt's face, I, I guess. I guess that was the intention? Yeah, it was kind of, I don't know. Now your ass is all green, but. Oh, well. Uh. So Tony hits the big hip attack, goes to follow up with the Storm Zero, but Ruby just jumps in, tosses Tony to the floor, steals the pin, gets a three count. So big win for Ruby. Big win for Ruby, and the paint thing didn't quite work out. No, it didn't really stick on anything. Not but, at uh, all. Uh, but overall, pretty lackluster episode of Dynamite, I, I, I have to say. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess we're just turning our wheels until a revolution. Still got to announce some more matches for that. Yeah, just announce something, anything. And that's the thing, because we know there's going to be 14 matches on the card. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully not, because we know one of them's going an hour. So hopefully they cut oh, it down yeah, to that's like a nine good, That's matches. a good point, yeah, like a niner or something. I would hope, but you never know. Yeah. These things often go past midnight. Yeah, these things <laughs> often go a long time, so uh, we'll have to see. Um, but that was the entirety of the show, so how about a little um, Elimination Chamber uh, elimination chamber action? So let's kick off. Let's have our men's chamber match. So this is for um, an opportunity. Uh, sorry, no, yeah. No. for It is actually for the WWE uh, United States Championship. Not just for yes. the opportunity. So the so the belt, uh, it's it's not going to be hanging though, right? Belt doesn't uh, hang. No, we don't have to get up there and get it. But Austin Theory is defending Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Montez Ford. Uh, Bronson Reed's going to do a big beefy athletic move. Just wait, it's going to happen. Now, would anyone have the balls to take the tsunami off the top of the pod? And I think it would be Montez Ford, I think, would have the balls to do it, or Austin Theory. To take the move? I, I think they're the well, I think they're the two guys who they're the two guys who are like not 38. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the very least, I could see Bronson jumping off and then they roll out of the way because they don't want to die. Yeah, maybe something and like that. Still get the big moment. Or, I mean, Montez, too. He's Montez is pretty likely to hit the from the heavens off the top. Yeah, I think someone's jumping off the top of that thing. Someone's jumping off the top of the thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really entertaining. Um, But maybe retains. Yeah, I think he's going to sneak out the win. Uh, Yeah, a lot of the guys kind of have, you know, Seth Rollins got his Logan Paul thing. Johnny Gargano hasn't been booked well. Priest has the Judgment Day. Ford's got the Street Profits. Bronson Reed 
still too young or still too new. Too new, yeah. To win the title. So I think, yeah, for all those reasons, I think Theory retains. What about mixed tag action? Edge Beth Phoenix taking on uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Edge uh, in in uh, in Canada. Yeah, in Canada, but uh, you know, if it's up to me, you keep Rhea Ripley looking strong. She gets the win for her team, but mm-hmm. you know, they're liable. Maybe Balor takes the pin, Edge gets the win. I don't know. Yeah, could I, go either way. Yeah, I th- well, I think it's one of those two options. Yeah, Rhea Ripley's not getting pinned. She has her Mania match coming up against Charlotte. Um. So can't mess with that there. Yeah. What about Lashley and Lesnar in a uh, beef-tacular? Um, just singles match. It's going to be short. It's going to be hard-hitting. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah, hopefully this is definitive and they can end the feud here because, you know, I'm still holding out hope. Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. That'd be a big WrestleMania match. That We got that little tease at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Give otherwise, I don't know. Give Brock really the win. No give Brock the win this weekend so that he can lose at Mania. Yeah, that would be cool with me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that women's uh, chamber match. Uh, so this one is for a, a a championship match at WrestleMania for that Raw Women's Championship. Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. Natalia's coming home, but she's not winning. Uh, Nikki Cross, no. no. Mella, no. Mella, no. Uh, <laughs> Melanoma. Melanoma. Um, so Oscar, Oscar makes the most sense because she's on Raw already, I think. Yeah, and I think she's the most over. You know, after coming back with the Rumble with this awesome new look, the face paint. Uh, and then, yeah, that's just the most interesting. Yeah, massive already. It would be the best. Yeah. Yeah, the best quality match as well. Because, I mean, Asuka's one of the top, top women's wrestler ever in WWE. Ever. Yeah, you're right. She's pretty much the fifth horseman, I would say. Wow. Horsewoman. Well, she, Honorary. Yeah, she, uh, I'm trying to picture. I, I don't know anything enough about the actual myth of the four horsemen to give her like another character. <laughs> but yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. So I'm going on. And our main event, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, uh, for that undisputed WWE championship, Universal Championship. That's where the drama is going to be, Mike. Yeah, this is going to be one of the all time hottest crowd this reactions has you'll see. This has that potential. This has pop of the year written all over it. Just if there is a chance that the decibel levels will be to such a degree um, that commentary will be unheard. There's nothing that they can do (laughs) in the production truck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all hoping Sami Zayn could get the big win, but it's very hard to see big streak ending before wrestlemania but i mean we all want it the home it's the perfect opportunity the hometown everything lines up right but i mean we thought clash of the castle was going to be drew's moment yeah and, didn't do it and then, roman so. fought through that something something's going to happen something's happening yeah i mean maybe jay uso turns on sammy and breaks everyone's hearts like what like i wouldn't want that i don't know if the ending's going to be clean uh, I, don't I don't think know. it can. I, I, you know, it can't be clean. It can't be not cl- in Sammy's home. I don't think so. 
And then I don't know. Then he yeah. ends up mania. But it's, I mean, this is one of the most interesting matches in a long time just to see how they're going to do it. How are they going to book their way out of this corner? How are you going to book yourself out of this one, Hunter? Better figure <laughs> your shit out. Yeah. Uh, that was the chamber. It's going to be a lot of fun. These shows always are. And that's all the uh, that's all the show we have here except for a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. Mike, over to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, nothing too crazy match-wise this week. Yeah, slowish so. week it almost felt like, even though there were some things coming up. Yeah, so I think my highlights were probably the promos. Uh, Monday Night Raw, Cody, Sami Zayn. I'm going to give it to Cody Rhodes this week for firing up and telling Sammy he can do it he we want to see it so Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes congratulations uh I'm popping over yeah same thing no <clears throat> no in-ring action that particularly wowed me so let's look uh you know outside out of the of the bell out of the bell uh and we're <laughs> going with the um uh I gotta go with Seth Rollins those boots um, the cultural <laughs> phenomena, which is these red boots, um, yeah. by this company that's Perfect. called like MKTG or something like that. Perfect rain boots. Oh, they would be the best rain boots. Like when you're a kid, you wear those big long rubber boots, and you can jump in puddles. I, I mean, I, th I think you know if, if your boots cost uh, eleven hundred bucks, you're not <laughs> you're not jumping through any puddles with those things. Uh, but yeah, way to go, keep it up, Cody. Keep up your promos, Seth. Keep up your sense of flair. Um, <laughs> and Charlotte, see you soon, hopefully. Uh, that's all the time that we have for the show. Uh, thanks for listening. The show's everywhere. Rate, review, like, and subscribe. Um, we have a better uh, Apple review. Um, we have more stars than the Toronto Police podcast. So way to go, us! <laughs> Congratulations. Cool. Um, they spent three hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars on their podcast. They have fifty episodes, all of which are fifty minutes and less. And uh, so we're pumping out way more content for less money. And uh, I think I think that's great. You know, I think that's great what we're doing. We have five stars in Apple. Yeah, you can give us like 10% of that budget and we'll put it to good use. <laughs> yeah, sure. 1%, I guess. <laughs> I mean, any, yeah. Anything, you know. Give us, tickets, give us tickets and hotel for the chamber, we'll go. Yeah, well, yeah, give us front row seats, <laughs> box <laughs> seats um, uh, at, at the chamber. It's going to be a fantastic pay-per-view and uh, all that stuff. We're excited to come back next week to wrap it all up. Of course, Roadblock coming up, Mania, Revolution. Uh, the world's never been more exciting. That's all the time. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time. Shoot.